Um, thank you to uh, Mom of the Podcast, um, Betsy Wiseman, for getting us these really amazing tumblers. They're, they're, they're like, literal wine. They're wine sippy cups, and they have confetti, in, and I'm not going to shake it because I have wine in it. But they even, it's like, it's like the seal thing at the top is so smart and they have straws built in so we can yeah, it's a, saw, straw sip our wine in style. It's amazing. It's literally the happiest I've been in a long time. Thank you, um, Mama Weissman. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2018. We 20- thought maybe we would be back before now. So thank you for bearing with us because we obviously weren't. But now I mean, we are the, well into today is, is the ninth. Today when this comes out, it's oh, oh no. It's the 11th. Sneeze. <laughs> that was a very cute sneeze. Thank you. It'll be the 11th when this comes out. So, you know, 11 days in. Hope your resolutions, resolutions are going are, well. I hope your January is as dry as my skin. <laughs> Honestly, no matter what I do. Also, that like horrible cold last week. My like my I'm like um, a scaly monster. I know my fingers were like flaking off at oh, the knuckles. Yeah, so gross. They're I just so started rubbing gross. chapstick on them. Oh, smart. Maybe we should just have Vaseline. Yeah, honestly, what it's is not the a bad name idea. of this episode? This this one's easy come easy go. Easy come, easy go. Oh wow, we both knew that. That was fun. What is that? That's that's the that's um that's Black Eyed Peas. Yes. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. I got a feeling. Hey everybody, welcome to Splat the podcast, where we Brooke and we Bridget talk about Sex in the City. 10 years younger and 20 years later we didn't lose that in the last three weeks and that's all that matters so i'm trying to find my notes from this because i watched it so long ago me too i need to get my glasses oh good idea excuse me bridge's corner oh my god it's been so long i found my notes brooke's wandering around the apartment you guys are getting a play by play sorry she would like you all to know she is not wandering she is on a pointed journey and she's returned with some cute shades they're not shades they're frames the glasses they help us see they um are really cute honestly so you're all welcome that she can see now i just picked out a new pair of frames actually how was your holiday season etc holiday season etc was very good i went home for a very long time and i was mean because i become 14 years old when i'm with my yep, family know that and exact so feeling that's been was a but that was and and this time it was weird because I could feel myself doing it, yeah. And I couldn't stop it. That's the worst is when you're like aware that you're being a brat and then you can't stop yourself and then you feel worse and then you become brattier. It was bad. I'm always that way. Okay, so something that has happened since 2018 is that um, Alex, Alex, Kyle, and I um, spent stayed up all. Oh my until god! Like Three a.m. The game. And oh well, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I haven't even talked about the no. game. No, we watched the entire season of Who Done It on ABC oh. from 2013. Okay, sure. Everybody, watch it. Watch it. Great. Um. So something important that's entered my life is many, many a Harry Potter thing. Um. Literally, like to the point where I woke up and was going to the bathroom the other morning, and Alex, my brother, goes, "Oh, good morning," and I heard, "Aloha, more." <laughs> The other, like a week or two ago, um, we were trying to watch a Harry Potter movie and then realized that they, we would have to pay for them. So instead we went through iTunes and watched all of the trailers in order, which was a very interesting exercise and very fun. And then we actually watched the very last movie, which is a heart pounder. Mm, Makes me cry every time. Yeah. It's a big one. So there's a board game 
that I would love to be sponsored by at Warner Brothers um, called Hogwarts Battle. And it's a cooperative deck Amazing, building game. Right? We talked about this because ha- cause oh, you. Oh, yeah, because we came over that night. The night after you guys have I think been playing we talked it, about we it in recorded the our, yeah, our mini so Yeah, because you have played a game similar. So I don't need to go into it. I'm just saying, if you guys have eight hours to spare and need to I save, love a Harry Potter. save the dar- the world from the Dark Lord. Um, Which, honestly, we should all be doing. 2018, it is the year of the elections. Save us from all the Dark Lords. Time's up. Practice on this board game and then fucking do it. We have to cooperate, build a deck so we can take down the Dark Lord. That's right. And that's how that's how we're going to take down the Dark Lord. I can't wait. Um, um, um. Bridget yes. got me an amazing f- print of Miranda. It's, it's, um, it's just like, it's honestly like, <sighs> if I could think of an image of Miranda that is the most me, the one of her like sipping on tea, like throwing shade, wearing a hat the and bucket a hood. hat. It's the bucket hat and hood one. It's a really good, it's maybe really, I'll put a, a photo of it on our Insta story or something. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's time. It's so cute. Well, we, she got us these amazing necklaces. And of course, as I had already ordered ours, but of course we got each other's in the city stuff and of course like I got Bridget a gift but also got myself a gift of course um how was Why your not? holiday my holidays were great I had I guess we did talk after Christmas so I talked about that some but New Year's was really fun and then I didn't take off any time over Christmas but um my boyfriend's best friend has a place in Vermont which is like the most insane estate of buildings I've ever been to and it's beautiful and snowy and we went I took off two days after New Year's so I had Monday off and then I took off Tuesday and Wednesday and we were out um, just like relaxing and doing all the wonderful things. Bridget's in a relaxation house. is why we didn't have an episode. It's true. I tried to warn you, but I don't think I was very effective about it. I don't. It was unclear. Yeah, none of us were paying enough attention. It's none fine. of the two of us. Um, but here we are. So I relaxed instead of recording an episode. There's like an indoor hot tub. They have a sauna. It's just like beautiful. There's a the cabin Robin Frost lived in is on the property. So that's casual. Like out the kitchen window, you're like, oh, that's a cute cabin. Mm, Robert Frost lived there. Yes. Divulged in yellow wood, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, yep. And that was amazing, except we were going to, we've gone a couple of times where it's been like five people, which is great. And this time we had so many people, there were two cars. So I got volunteered to drive, um, another, f- our friend Zach's car and we got to the lot and the car wouldn't turn on. Mm. So there were four of us in that car. So Max and I were like, we're going to be, we're going to take one for the team. And the other two people sh- all jammed into a minivan. And then we took a bus to Albany <laughs> and then got picked up. So that was like a little bit of a of a rough start, but it was absolutely worth it. That was first thing that happened on New Year's Day was a car not starting. So it's only up from here, you know. Yeah, it can only go up. Um, on my New Year's, uh, so so fun fact uh, mm-hmm. I learned about myself in the past two months is that tequila mm-hmm. makes your girl blackout. Oh, specifically tequila. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, good to know. Good to well, know. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, also not eating appropriate amount of That's dinner. That's what does it for me, plus man. Plus tequila. Yeah, no, no. No bueno. Um, sex and the city, you guys. Sex and the city. I'm glad we're back. I've, I have to say, like, we've talked for a long time now about how big this episode is, but it's been three weeks plus, so I've forgotten what's in it, mostly except for the big parts. So I'm very excited to revisit it with you. The big, underlined big. Hey. I don't even remember how to do this. Nope. Um, okay, Miranda's got to go. Um, so Miranda is kissing and saying goodbye to her cat. Maybe that's why I was saying I'm more Miranda and every I day. Think so. <laughs> so her hair is looking like a little kooky banana riku. Yep. Um, so 
Carrie's narrating like the hard thing about a breakup in the expensive the, city of New York. The emotional versus the physical breakup. Oh, right. Like breaking up. Of, oh, that dog. It's so cute. And like basically Steve is like squatting on her couch. And she's letting him stay there because they've broken up. But like he has to find a new place. So they're doing this really uncomfortable dance where they're like not dating anymore. But he's sleeping on her couch with the puppy. I wrote, oh, my God, this is awkward, but also Steve's booting with that puppy. Wow. I know. They're so cute. So he wakes up as she's trying to sneak out of the apartment at 6.30 a.m. to go to work. And um, I was also like, okay, so this isn't over yet. This is clearly going to be a more complicated story than it seems um, because this isn't like a breakup. We're moving on. This is like a he's still there which I mean I think it's really hard to move on in any way when you're confronted daily with the reminder of yeah especially because it's not like they broke up because of like um habit differences or like well they broke up because she's like this isn't gonna be like we can't grow together right so we can't which is fair and true but it doesn't mean that they didn't like or don't like love each other. So I just, it would be very hard to live in an apartment. Oh my God. So the last we heard of Carrie and big, he was like, she had just met Aiden's parents. That was the last episode because big had, and they showed up, showed up at her place and she shut him out. So she was like, no. So now Carrie's still with Aiden. They're being cute. Also, does Aiden meow at her in this? I literally wrote, why did he meow? He's like, meow. Okay. And it's not cute. It's weird. To be honest, my it, ex and I used to like sort of do that. That's fine. This is like, it's like you were saying, we talked in the mini-sode even about how Aiden is like. A porn? Yeah, hypersexual in a way that's like. Oh, we not, don't like, we didn't like meow. Right. Ha, like out right. tonight. No, meow. it was like a joke. No, we like mow. It was mow. M-O-W is yeah. what our thing was. Well, that's cute and like a couple thing, but he's just, he like isn't a fully developed character, but he has this really intensely sexual part of him towards Carrie that involves him doing things like meowing at her. She's like, I'm your roadie, your booth bitch. Um, I was just going to say game for this episode, a shot every time someone says booth bitch, fun twist, you're already dead (laughs) because they bring it up so many times. Um, It's a weird, it's one of those weird like. When did he Women being sexy and empowered before this, I think. Women being like empowering to themselves, like reclaiming the slur what or whatever. Is this? Like but a she's new not furniture really. expo. I guess it's like an artist exposition. Exposition. Okay, so, so Big and Natasha show up. Natasha, I found, is almost always wearing white. Yes, I've noticed that too. Like strikingly so, because they'll put her in. Whereas Carrie has like accessories and shit. Um. Natalie is like Natasha. Sorry, Nat- I knew I was going to say it wrong the minute I opened my mouth. Natasha's like one dress, plain brown hair, but it's always white. It's always very simple it's and sort like, of like a Charlotte. Yeah, she is a little bit of a Charlotte, honestly. She's like uh, alternate universe who Charlotte would love to be. So Carrie like hides from them, and then Big's like, uh, "What the fuck?" Hi. Well, they're, what they're doing is they're talking. They're talking shit about Aiden's work. Yeah. And then they're like... Because they're talking about how ugly his all of his carpentry is. And and Carrie sees them coming and like ducks down. She's like, this is my nightmare. She's like, um, so what can I show you? And um, she like flips through a book without looking at them or without anyone looking at the thing. Well, I was saying that after all that stuff in the last episode, like with the, with the cruise and with the um, like returning, you would think that maybe Big like planned this. Like, he, yeah. he probably saw Aiden's name. Okay, wait, I have a question. Yes. Oh, you think he planned to come and, like, see Aiden, scope him out? I think maybe. 
So Aiden walks back over and she's like, this is Aiden. This is Aiden Shaw, the designer. And then here he- they can't introduce each other because they can't reveal his name. I just said, um, so does instead- she spill so that she doesn't have yes. to say Big's name? 100%. So she introduces Aiden and then because it's also her shirt's buttoned improperly. It's buttoned off one by one. Yeah, because she's a hot mess. Yes. Because whenever Carrie is confronted with Natasha, she is a little is off. a little hot, hot mess. See, it's buttoned wrong. Um, so and so she's Carrie about spills to, hot she, coffee on his dick. Aiden's like, yes, directly on Big's dick. Um, a- Aiden's like, I didn't catch their names. And then Carrie spills the coffee he brought everywhere because they can't reveal Mr. Big's name. Fascinating. Also, um, Big is such a shit. I literally wrote Big as on your babe. You're unraveling. I, yes, I wrote he is it with um, exclamation points. I wrote big is such a shit. Yeah, he's unraveling. And so like Carrie's like, I knew them 100 years ago. It's not important to Aiden. They leave Natasha and big after he spilled on. They're like off to go do their thing. And Carrie is, of course, two hours totally later. Off. They're he still there. Fucking comes and back. he's drunk again. He's been drinking and he says, where's Paul Bunyan to Carrie? And he does. This is like a so indicative also, of like. What the fuck Biggs, is Carrie wearing? Big's power move. I can't talk about it. Where he puts his like bourbon on the rocks onto the wooden furniture. Which and like someone m- here has like hand hewn. Oh yeah. It's one of his desks. And it's like. And Carrie notices it and like picks it up because she's the booth, booth bitch. And wipes it. Um, and he's really put. He's gotten drunk so he can come back and confront her. And um, he's saying like he's calling him Daniel Boone Paul and he's Bunyan calling him and yeah. like he's such And Carrie's like doing dick. a good job and honestly like I know this She does. She handles it really well. Yeah, and Carrie's like where's your wife? Uh she's got her eye on a beige chair. Everything, Everything in, in my the- apartment is now beige. And Carrie goes, "I thought you wanted beige." And he's like beige is bullshit. Which this is like such a powerful like interaction I think for Carrie. She really like she doesn't just take his shit. It's like everything big has like sort of like all the it's big is like throwing all of his games at Carrie and she's yeah. sort of shutting them down. And He's like, we always used to share a cigarette together. And she says, we used I to quit. do a lot of things that were bad for me together. Yeah. And like, honestly, honestly, like having had an interaction with a past lover where like this was attempted in the version of Brooke's <laughs> life where she is Carrie Pratt. See, every time, every episode Bridget realizes she's more Miranda. I realize I'm more Carrie. <laughs> it works out. But I had a conversation with an ex-lover where I where where they were trying to like come Very at hard. me. Very hard. Yeah. In this same similar way. I was just looking of, for where I stuck this thing, which I stuck down the front of my pants. You guys, Bridget loses this <laughs> stupid pen. Not stupid. I love it. But it is stupid. But I lose it constantly. Like, but what I'm saying is. It's very powerful. Yes. It's, but it's like that type of thing where it's like fight or flight almost, I feel, where you like can give all this defense and then like the person leaves and you like exhale and crumble. Yeah. And, uh, but she holds it together really well. And he but he's like, is, my marriage is over. He says, I'm getting out. He rolls up the magazine he's carrying and spouts it at her. He's like, I'm getting out. What a piece of shit. Like he really you just know, wants. He goes, I'm getting out if you know anyone that's interested, which is just like. He really wants to drop his fucking wife and just pick back up where he was with Carrie because he's bored and it didn't turn out the way he thought it would. And she's ha- moved on and is interesting. Good girl, Carrie. Wear your weird shorts and walk away. <laughs> they are so <laughs> weird. She's wearing literal cargo shorts and high heels. Um, and this is this whole thing. Okay. So it's about the ex contest. Winning or losing. So they're at their friend brunch and Samantha's like, face it, you won. And Carrie's like, what did I win? And, and Samantha's like, there's always a winner and a loser. It's who gets a new relationship first. It's who's, you know, hotter after you break up. Um, 
<laughs> Charlotte's freaking out about how he's married. And and Carrie also to them is like, I am not going to do anything. Like, <laughs> stop telling me he's married. This is just so interesting. This is like so indicative of the four of them. It's Charlotte really is like, revealing. Charlotte is like, he's married. He's married. He's married. Don't do anything. Don't be that person. And Carrie's like, fucking calm down, Charlotte. Samantha's like married men never leave their wives so don't trust them why would they and she's like i'm not going to do it i have a great boyfriend and i'm not insane and i wrote she is insane and then wait miranda does something amazing and yes it is amazing because that 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 is how i would feel as the friend in this situation i know i would feel differently as carrie as she does because what she says is it was too sad or something like that which fair um, oh, the shade. This mm-hmm. is the shade. This it's is really the shade. Good. They're like, how long was he even married for? And they're like, seven months. And, and Samantha's like, oh, the seven month itch. And Miranda turns, looks at Charlotte, and says, well, that's what happens when you jump into relationships too quickly. Because Charlotte and Trey are like, fucking, aren't they? Oh, wait, that hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. And it's crazy. Trey and I are nothing like Big and Natasha. Um, and Samantha's like, don't listen to her. She's mid breakup. Uh, Charlotte's just defending her relationship. Carrie's trying to order a Reuben and Charlotte's like, listen, I'm meeting Trey's mother this week. And if all goes well, dot, 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 Trey is this this close to proposing proposing. so many dots. Bridge. I know. I know. Well, I skipped some dialogue, but she's, you know, it's heavy implication. So, uh, so Samantha wants to know more about big. Of course. She's like, how did he look? Okay, so Miranda is now helping Steve find a new apartment. Because when, and, she, and when of course he woke up all... early, he was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm looking for a new place. I was wondering. He's like, "That this is stupid. Yeah. Never mind. And, and Miranda's like, what? And he's like, would you maybe come with me to look at this place? She's like, yeah, I could do that. So it literally looks like a prison dungeon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's fine. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. And Miranda's like, this is the doorway wrote, to hell. I wrote, Steve, it's not that bad, little baby Steve. <laughs> he is a little fucking baby. So Miranda's like, okay, I can't kick him out yet. He can't live in a place like She's this. She's wearing all red. She honestly looks like a Batman villain. Yeah, it's, oh my God, she does. She does. Miranda looks like a Batman villain in She's her maroon like, suit and her red, and red shirt, shirt and her red bag crazy. and her red hair. I love Carrie looks like amazing. wrap dress thing. It's I feel a very like you would look amazing in a wrap dress. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Miranda's like, I don't want to see him living in a shithole. And that's partially okay. where the like, we love each other comes in. It's a pretty- The left, com- more emotional side of their brain and men- Oh, wait, I wondered about this. And I was like- holy motherfucking shit. If because, I know one thing, yeah. it's that your right brain is your emotional brain and your left brain is your logical brain. And it's like the apple is turned upside down on the computer and Carrie doesn't know her left from her That's right. That's right. She does not. Yeah. Each uh, left brain is supposed to be more logical, analytical, and objective. Hey, hey, hey. She fucked it up. And then the big question of the episode is, do you follow your heart or do you follow your head? And isn't is there a battle between what we know and what we feel? Well, before this um episode and like before we even before we started any of this you and I were just having like life conversations and we literally had a whole conversation about how like I struggle with the difference between what I know to be true and what I feel to be true we should pause and probably talk about this yeah Yeah. knowing and feeling even though they happen within your one body come from such different places and like exist so differently that they can be at total odds with each other so like when I know something to be true that doesn't change me necessarily feeling like irrational or intensively one way about it or and I'm I think I think I'm similar and I think that's part of the reason why we connect yeah I am so right brained but also so left brain in the two in two different aspects of my life yes that it it gets in my way on both ends Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense it does it totally does to me It's a it's an interesting thing, and and Carrie's whole thing is about how like men are more one and women are more the other, which 
like without heavily stereotyping, she's generally right about some of that. I mean, there's the whole like emotional labor thing, which in which like women are the emotional carriers often mm-hmm. or like I mean, I could talk about emotional labor on its own podcast for a year and a half, but Well, yeah. Well, maybe that's what we'll do next. Oh, great, great. Love it. Add it to the add it to the Google Doc. <laughs> um but I think it is really interesting because like you can you can feel something and know something different. Um, and it really, I think, depends who you are and how you act on that. If, like, you act on the feeling versus the knowledge or if you act on the knowledge versus the feeling. And some, I mean, no one does just one thing. But. I mean, like, part of me is, like, in past situations have been, like, God, I wish I just followed. Like, I wish I just, like, made the big hard decision and, like, maybe gotten hurt more. But I'm so protective of myself, which I think yeah. is, like, the left brain where I'm, like, well, if I choose the safe option and maybe you don't have the, like, satisfaction in the short term that, like, I'll be happier in the long term. And then, like. 10, 10 years, please. How old do I think that I fucking am? <laughs> 20, 100 years down the line. I'm like, well, maybe I should have just made the big move and like failed right. miserably. But I'm so also worried about like losing a relationship with mm-hmm. a person. I mean, isn't that the story of my fucking life? Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, everyone out there. <laughs> if you relate to this, I'm glad. If you don't, tell us your secrets. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, please, like, please close help. every door for me. <laughs> <laughs> close every door I don't know what that is but I liked it it's from Can't Joseph in the Amazing Technical <laughs> Dream Coat mm-hmm. and I was curious is that actually a something close every door to me oh my god I don't even remember that and I was in that show so that came from somewhere deep in the recesses of my brain I even sort of got the tune right I was really just kind of singing a phrase wow you guys I'm honestly um I've never been prouder. <laughs> She's converting me <laughs> to Judaism. Slow and sure. and I went to I went to temple services on Friday, Shabbat services. It's like why am I even here family? if not to turn Bridget into a small Jewess? <laughs> it's me, your shiksa girl. She's my shiksa goddess. That's right. I'm sorry, Voldemort, but she's mine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's it. That's who he is now. Um, everything is Harry Potter. Everything forever. Aloha, more. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Good morning. I, like, I went to pee and I was like, what? why did I just hear Aloha Mora instead of good morning? You didn't. You didn't. That's why. No, well, I you did, did hear it. I did it. hear it. Don't tell me what, what I didn't did, did it hear. You know what? I'm so sorry. Thank Never you. question your reality. My truth is my truth and That's your truth right. is your truth. And hey, you out there, your, your truth, truth is, is your, your truth. truth. <laughs> I like addressing the, the you. I also forgot that I had this savage note in here about how um, women base, like whatever Carrie's saying about women being more emotionally brained and men being more logical. I wrote, no, men just think their their emotions are the correct baselines for logic, (laughs) which is, I stand by. I also wrote that that this show would be more relatable without Charlotte. I think you're right. Now, certainly. I think probably in the 2000s, she played a a pretty specific role. Speaking of Charlotte... (laughs) We're back. But isn't that true? Men just think that their emotions are logic where you're like, no, no, just because you're feeling them doesn't make them empirically right. Yeah. And also speaking of men being Being manipulated puppets. Yeah. Bunny Trey's mom has finally been introduced just like really quickly. Like I know we talk a lot of schmack schmack about Charlotte. Kristen Davis is so fucking beautiful. She is. She's just like she also to her credit is really good at playing Charlotte. 
she could be more insufferable, but like Kristen Davis at least gives her some like humor and depth at times where I think potentially like she would have it. Like I'm just looking at her, the screenshot of her right now, and I'm just I know, like, she's gorgeous. Aww. So they're at they're at brunch. I wrote, oh oh oh, it's Bunny. Oh, it's Bunny. So um, his mom is fascinating also smoking inside wearing a pink girlish bow although she looks like a full grandmother white hair and all and she does this really fascinating thing where without him being aware of it she manipulates everything trey so when trey's making a decision she like rubs his hand or his arm systematically and is like maybe you should do this and he's like oh you're right i'll do this and charlotte certainly clocks this and she but instead of being like wow my boyfriend is totally manipulated and controlled by his mom she's like oh how can i do this to trey how do i take notes so i can subtly Bunny manipulate drinking him? a dirty martini and honestly i'll drink to that hell yeah sip that out of our wine tumblers Mm-mm-mm-mm. and bunny's like leaning over him to trey like i like her like charlotte's said, doing well oh oh my god it's like waspy get out it is it literally feels this that way like where what? you're like charlotte what are you doing this is clearly not okay but instead of getting out of it she's like it's really spooky. Leaning into it. It's, it is. I can't get over the bow. Like, why is she wearing a six-year-old girl's bow? <laughs> because she's... The rest of her is so elegant. It's really interesting. Like, Charlotte's like... Mow, mow, mow. So she's taking notes. Meanwhile, downtown. Adam Ball. Samantha's entertaining Adam Ball. A film editor who made a very lucrative living cutting the coming attractions for film companies. And he's coming, and he's coming. And we know he him. He looks... We do. I know who... Um, I forgot what his name is. I sent... Um, he who shall not be named a photo of this because he looks like hunky Ben Platt. No, no, no. That's but he's, not. but it's not him. Bobby Cannavale. That's who it is. Yes. But that's he, does he not look like hunky Ben Platt in, th- in this 20 years ago? No, he looks like young Bobby Cannavale. Um, so Brooke agrees oh, with me. Wait, he looks like so, hunky Ben Platt. No. So this is so funny. So, so Samantha goes, Oh, he has the nastiest tasting spunk. And Charlotte just gets it up and walks. Oh, <laughs> she literally leaves the brunch. It's, it's so funny. Wait, also he yeah, so so they're talking about giving casual head. No, well, Samantha's like his fucking semen tastes like it tastes terrible. Like shit. Um and <laughs> You're my girlfriend's help me. Who else can I talk about to this about? Have you ever had this problem? Miranda's like, not really, but I have to admit, I uh, it's never exactly been a trip to Baskin-Robbins. She says it's sour like asparagus gone bad. And then <laughs> Carrie's like, can I cancel my rice pudding? Because, like, that has the texture and sort of coloring of semen. Of bad semen, yeah. Okay, so in college, just really quick, we had these things called linden trees. And it was outside of our apartment building. And it was also outside the music building where we had voice lessons. And these linden trees smelled like semen. Oh, they did. They uh, they always smelled more like specifically like vaginas to me. Interesting. Like vaginas rather than semen, but who knows? They smelled gross. They, they smelled, smelled like, like ejaculate. Yeah, they smelled like of sex some kind. smells. Um, yeah, really good one. Really good one. Um, Miranda's like, listen, it often has to do with nutrition. Yeah, like maybe, maybe he can, he can like eat something. His diet. Funky Dear Martha, spunk. Funky Spunk help. Dear Funky Spunk, try a hint of mint. <laughs> it's so cute. Samantha's like, it's not asparagus. It's asparagus and something I really else. Liked, Clorox. I really liked this scene. Well, yeah. Also, these are conversations that like I have and have had with friends yeah. like this. Yeah. Well, this is why the show is great. And that's why Charlotte sucks. So, she yeah, exactly. Because she can't participate it. in it. Miranda's like, I have, an, I have a thing. Just like stop giving him head. And, and Samantha's like, no, no, it's fine. I mean, like, I, you know, he, I didn't swallow and it, he's clean, definitely. Um, 
and Miranda's like, you think if the whole cum situation where it was, was re- um, reversed, men would get anywhere near the stuff? Hulk, Miranda. But she's right. This is Never a really again. weird, sad scene. So Miranda comes home, and because it's 19, it's 2000, someone has left Steve a voicemail from the bar being like, hey, we met last night. I'd love to go out sometime. You're a cute bartender. Like, I'm a hot exec. Let's go see a movie. Oh, my God. That's his only number because Steve doesn't have his cell phone. Oh, my God. Voicemails are so stressful. Seriously. And then Miranda deletes it. And I wrote, yes, Miranda. Yes, 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 Miranda. Yeah. But also, like, crazy that uh, of Steve to give that number to someone who might call him for a date. Widow baby Steve doesn't know how to make widow big grown-up decisions. No, and I get it. Like, he doesn't. He's so cute and exciting for Miranda no, in the beginning. No, this is – I can't believe they didn't realize that they're brains. No. So they Miranda deletes the message because she's a motherfucking queen and, like, and you fuck know what? you, fuck Steve, Steve, for, for taking that advantage. number. <laughs> yeah, bye. And so Carrie has a voicemail from Big. And it's I – It's like, it's important. Please call me. Honestly, like, fuck me for being a Carrie. I'm so mad at myself every day. I hate myself. <laughs> He's like, you know my cell number. Oh, my God. Bridget, can I tell you one of the songs? I'm so sorry. To Don't tell everybody, me. Tell me. One of the songs that's available to be used in Fly Live that like only is like gets I hear at least once a day almost is Bills. <gasps> I you know how I feel about <laughs> that song. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I like my whole body like lifts oh, to another plane. It's so good. It's honestly a great one for Flywheel. That would make me fucking pump my legs if I ever did exercise. <laughs> she says coughing like an old ill woman. Don't talk to me. I'm so frail. My Delta Down is my um, illness yesterday. I'll tell you about that later. It was so scary. So, so, so Carrie is, so. Carrie brings over an impartial judge who is Miranda. Impartial, in quotes. Right. The 2000 version of this is, um, you know, listening to a voicemail and and discerning and dissecting it. And like with us, it's like a text or a, a DM, if you will. Or like, look who posted what photo, like, let's dissect this what do you think this have means? we done this or have we done this? <laughs> how many times have we how done many this? screenshots have you received from me i mean honestly both ways between that and like you and is me, this but mostly for instagram me. oh that could be oh my god hundreds of messages yeah but this, this i like how carrie's stress eating twizzlers because i also stress eat twizzlers yes. which is another reason that makes me a fucking carrie <laughs> and you guys i'm really struggling with my cariness but like i just have to know that it's just me just own it um, Miranda's like giving her great advice and is like, let's listen to the message again. And Carrie's like, I'm deleting that. And then she says, it wasn't that simple. As soon as Miranda left, I stood and watched my emotions overrule both sides. And of so my she brain. calls big. He's and in the he back of the car. Father fucking mother. Father fucking. Father mucking big is like, actually, man. it's just going to be too hard to get out of my marriage. So I'm just going to stay in it because I'm big and I can't be a human. And being. so I need you to forget I said anything. Never repeat it to anyone and um, still love me on the side. I mean, he doesn't propose to her in an affair or anything like that. I just mean he's literally like manipulating her of like, don't tell anyone. I didn't she mean goes, it. I figure I made my bed and I should lie in it. Um, and she's like, fucking you, fucking do the fuck, fuck. And she hangs up and she's like, jolts her back to sanity. And then she, you see her like with a fucking walking porn Aiden who's like always has her leg over his dick. I have to, this is my one thing though. He is, does make me a little crazy, but their physical chemistry I like a lot. Like they're so, they're very cute and physical with each other in a way that Carrie hasn't been with boyfriends since. You know, like even when they're just, aside from that one weird, terrible shot of them laying in bed where she was like half off the bed. They're so, like, cute and easy with each other physically. Yeah. And I do like that. But he's, I don't know. I don't know. 
So they're in I bed. Liked, I like Aiden. But he just like, I don't know if it's just John Corbett and the way he says things. Right. Oh, so he, this is so fucking stupid, you guys. It's very stupid. So he's like, uh, I can like take care of your apartment. Like I can like. Look st- at that crack over there. I'm going like, to like strip the floors for you. I'm going to be a handyman and, she's and do like, stuff for you. It's not a lot of work. It'll just take a day. He's like, are you sure? They make everything a sexual and conversation. He goes, a special lady needs a special home. Well, part of what he's saying to her and is like, this could be worth a lot. This this apartment could she's be. She's so tiny and he's so, so big. Teeny, I know. And then they fuck. And then they fuck. Although they also just do like cute hugging stuff first. And then Bobby Cannavale is talking to Samantha to make him eat better. After a, cute, a quick browse of HealthySperm.com, Samantha gets this idea. So they're taking wheatgrass shots, which neither of them want. Wheatgrass shots are... I've never had one, but they don't seem good. No. Also, this is just not worth it. Either tell him and have him work on it. You can't, like, secretly feed him foods that'll make this all... That'll make his cum taste better. Yeah. So they take shots of wheatgrass... And she's like, how long does it take to digest? As if one wheatgrass shot is going to, like, fix him forever. Um, He's also staring at himself in a mirror while she blows him. It's weird as fuck. And then he comes in her mouth. And then he says, you give good head. And then we pan down. And and Samantha wants to throw up. The wheatgrass shot did not help, y'all. Of course it didn't. Okay. So now Trey... So one of the things that Bunny did, Trey's mom, was convince them to eat at a different restaurant than the one that he said they had reservations at, which he'd wanted to eat at for months. Yeah. So they're at a different place, and he doesn't like the food he's having. And so she tries one of Bunny's tricks. She, like, puts her hand on his arm and is like, you should try this. It's sweeter. And he's like, yes, okay. And she's like, I did it. And it's like Pavlovian. No opinions of his own. It's really, really bad. He literally has no opinion. But he tells her she's exquisite, which she wants to hear, and that she's a dream come true. And Charlotte is certain that he's about to in- propose to her. To engage her. And he says, Charlotte? And she, she says, yes. Oh, and then the salad comes. Which, first of all, looks gross for whatever fancy-ass restaurant And then Charlotte, at. like, gives the waitress a dirty looks, and then... Also, sorry, did he get just tomato and basil with no mozzarella? Because mistakes have been made. And she's like, you always seem to know what I want. And it's, he says, you always seem to know what I want. It's because she's doing this trick. And he, she says, she, she does the arm thing. He goes, maybe we should get married. And he goes, all righty. And Charlotte's like, what? 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 So here's my thing. You know she's going to be upset about this. Yeah, because it backfired. And also, why on earth would you have done it that way if you wanted him to propose to you? Wait, I, oh my God. I had the most embarrassing moment <laughs> Tell me, tell me. I was with um friend of the pod, Sam, and our friend Parker. We were on the train going downtown because they live across the street. And I was we were talking about our hands. And I was like, oh, I have ugly hands, which I think that I do. And I was like, maybe I'll have to like, we were joking about how I'm going to have to, when I get, I was like, when I get engaged, I'm going to have to swap out. <laughs> like I'm going to have to have borrow someone's hands. And they were like laughing about it. And I like giggled to myself. And they were like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm going to get engaged. <laughs> and I was like, wait, <laughs> then I like snapped back into reality <laughs> about how I'm like so very single and like nowhere near getting engaged. But I like had like butterflies in my That's stomach. so funny. I was like, Brooke, why are you open? Oh my God, you guys. Looks like Brooke's going to win the prize. There's Except 
There's no couple. (laughs) So funny. I love that. It is a really weird thought. Two of my high school friends got, well, friends is a loose term, got engaged on Sunday. And I was like, two in one day? What are you all doing? I was just like, I like looked at my empty hand. I was like, I'm going to get engaged. (laughs) And I was like, two. (laughs) God, that's so funny. I mean, I'm in a relationship and I still can't imagine being married the people i know who are married who like are married and have kids like i don't feel anywhere near ready for that oh my god <laughs> i can't yeah, even Brooke is like mouth agape like <laughs> can't even speak about it yeah same um i'm so single if you are mm-hmm. ready to mingle <laughs> with me then do it i think i'm an okay person i will endorse <laughs> that except not because okay does not do it justice let me just write your app for you your app profile. Uh, should I give a letter? What should I when I meet a guy? A letter of recommendation. Like, this is, this is my, my life partner Bridget. and podcast co-host. Read it. If you aren't interested, you're not. But if you are, we're getting married. Oh, okay. Really, really. Uh, I'll talk about this at the end. Okay. Um. So Charlotte goes to Car- see Carrie and is like, I'm engaged. And Carrie's like, oh my God. And Charlotte's like, no. She's like recounting no, the story terrible. and the fact that <laughs> he Trey said, said alrighty. alrighty. And Carrie's like, I, I think you should be worried that you got proposed to by a guy that said alrighty. Um, which I like love that about Carrie. Yes, See, I, I'm like, I'm a fucking Carrie. Yes. And well, Carrie's also like, who cares about the rules? Who cares that you technically proposed to him? Like, fuck all of that. It's 2002 or whatever. Um, and Charlotte's like, yes, but there was no kneeling. There was nothing, which like, dude, if you wanted kneeling and everything, then suggesting that you get married to him is probably not the way you were going to get that. Like you thought and he was going like, to drop everything gonna- in a restaurant. He didn't have a ring. He didn't have... She's like, what am I going to tell my kids? That I I proposed and he said, all righty. It's so unromantic. Like, just don't, you shouldn't have said anything, baby. Like, you kind of walked yourself into this. The dog is really cute. Yeah. So it's nighttime. Okay. Okay. My biggest problem with this episode is that cats don't sleep like that. Although that cat apparently does. Here's the thing. Puppy cats exist and they're amazing. Oh, I had two puppy cats. But even puppy cats don't sleep like spoon you like a dog does. No. So the puppy is barking outside of Miranda's door. And she's like, Steve, it's 4 a.m. But he is not. Steve's not there. It's an empty couch. Beautiful. Steve's not there. Yep, that's really good. Um, And it was officially over. She finally got it into her head. This is not a great haircut, Miranda. No, it's not. So he comes in in the morning. The dog is so fucking cute. In a suit. It's so cute. It's so I want a dog so bad. Cute. Please get one. Hank's coming. I want you to have one. Um, Because I just need an animal in my life. He's like, good morning. She says, good morning. I took the dog out already. He says, thanks. Um, I was, she says, there's coffee. And I circled a bunch of apartments. She's like, get the, basically, she's like, get the get fuck out. out. Yeah. Which she should be. Um, And he says, thanks for letting me sleep on your couch. He's also, he's like nicely dressed up in a suit, which he is weird. But sleep he's at home. No, but he's wearing like a crazy ass print, printed shirt. But it's the nicest outfit I've ever seen him wear. Like, is where her- did he get that suit? Oh, my God. He has gotten a suit since. What a source of contention. I know. Is he wearing a suit pants or is he wearing, like, a sports coat? I think he's wearing a suit. Maybe I'm wrong, though. She's like, Steve. And then she says, never mind. They have kind of a nice. Emmy and Grammy Award winner Cynthia Nixon is so astounding. She is. At acting. Her 
uh, everything about it. Her face, her. Oh, I saved this photo to, to show you because I thought it was really funny. Um, Time Hop does this did this thing at the end of this year where they were like the faces. Yes, is one of yours Cynthia Nixon? It's Cynthia. One of mine is Cynthia Nixon. Um, so Aiden is like doing his like construction work in Carrie's apartment, and it's really loud, and she can't be bothered because she's writing and she's got a deadline. Because even though he's like hand fixing her apartment for her. She's, he's like, go to my house. And she's like, I can't. Pete's annoying. And I'm like, Carrie, get over your fucking self. And so she's going to go to a hotel. And I said, Carrie, Carrie, go to a motherfucking coffee shop. Honestly, just anywhere for two hours. Like, like, why you do you don't need to need be, to like, to... on a bed? She doesn't. She's she's too much. So Trey and Charlotte are walking down the street. And um, Carrie's like, Charlotte had done the impossible to, in New York. She was engaged to her heart's desire. Unfortunately, she couldn't get the way it happened out of her head. And so they're walking past Tiffany's and Trey goes, I Wait. think we should stop here for a minute. And get a ring. And so sh- so Carrie's like, and then Charlotte decided that that's how he proposed in front of Tiffany's. Which, like, and all she right. Says all, and, and so it's like that Trey proposed in front of Tiffany's and Charlotte said, all righty. Yeah. Which is the fact that you're already revisionist historying your own relationship and marriage is just like does not bode well for the future. It's no bueno. No bueno. Samantha's having... I'm really upset Samantha hasn't had a decent plot yet. I am too. We are now halfway into season three and she hasn't had anything. And I know you say it's coming. I just like want more for her. Um, So he... Bobby Cannavale keeps doing this terrible Adam Ball. Like he does the terrible like push your head down thing. And just Samantha's like, I'm not in the mood for that. He's like, what's the problem? And she's like, you have funky tasting spunk. And he's like, what? And she... she My spunk? Come, spooch, jizz, funky... Man, I've heard some far out excuses, but this one takes the cake. And he she thinks she's trying to get out of get giving a, him blowjobs. And she's jobs. like, fuck that. And she's like, I love giving head. And so she bets him. He's like up he, and down a couple times. If he tastes his own spunk, that she'll give him a blowjob. And he's like, yeah, okay, fine. And That's I, also an actually, iconic gif where she says, honey, they don't call it a job for nothing. Because it's work. Um, with the right man, it can be fabulous. That is, unless the man in question has rotten spunk. And so she makes him try it. And you know what? He does. And you know what? He decides he doesn't care and wants her to keep giving him blowjobs anyway. So he pretends like it tastes fine. Okay. Um, this guy fucking sucks and he doesn't deserve a blowjob from anyone. So. 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 so Carrie so is going to get called. From Big. We're just both watching Bobby Cannavale eat his own cum and feel fine with it. And she chugs a Cosmo. She gave him head. She does it. But her heart wasn't in it. So Carrie's writing efficiently in her hotel room, even though she... Wait, how did he taste it before she made him come? I think she, I think she has to give him the blowjob and then he'll taste oh, it. Oh, so he agrees. Right, right, right. And Car- somehow Big knows that she's in this hotel, which I also don't understand. Oh, oh, she called... So, so okay, okay, okay. So okay. Big calls her house. Aiden is like, Carrie's at this hotel. And so Big is like, I'm going to go to that hotel. Because he's crazy. Um, so he calls her from the lobby. Oh my God. So she, first of all, starts putting on a house coat in the apartment and in, in the hotel room and doesn't finish closing it until she steps off the elevator in the lobby, even though she's she wearing like a bodysuit. Yeah. It's just a funny like continuity shot. And he's, he's in the bar and she's like, that's not the lobby. And she's like calling him out. He's like, sit down, have a drink. She's like calling my house. And he's like, could you please sit down and listen to me as if he had hasn't tried her patience how many times now how many ways and she sits he's like angry with her which is so fucked up she's like i have a boyfriend and a deadline i don't have time for your shit you have a wife and apparently a drinking problem 
he's like, will you slow down? I can't think. Cause he's a dickhead who makes everyone else's problems or his problems. Everyone else's problems. I was an asshole to you on the phone the other day. Yes. She says you were. When I said I was leaving, you didn't say anything. So I got nervous. He is like a fucking four-year-old who just needs attention. He doesn't know what he says. He can't have an, and she's like, you have to stop, stop all of this. Stop all jerking this me around. Stop flirting with me. You are married. You have to make up your mind. And she says, Aiden doesn't know about you and I never want him to know about you. She's like, go lie in your beige bed. And she storms off. And inevitably, he follows her. She starts running, which Carrie loves to do like a little run. Because he hears that she hasn't told Aiden. He's like, why? Because to him, that means like he's some dirty secret she wants to keep. She's like, I haven't explained it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And he's, he's trying to get into again. the elevator. Fuck, I miss you. She says, too bad. And he follows her on and fucking kisses her. You guys... I love elevator kisses. Me too. You know what? One of our... F- I can't. I won't tell you. I won't tell you. I won't tell you. I'll tell you the story later. So it's like a, the Grey's Anatomy thing. It's like, I love you and I can't. He traps her in an elevator. The door closes behind them. And she's like, fuck you. Stop it. Stop it. And okay. Then I have a her, question for you. And she kisses him back. Do you think that this is problematic? Or do you think it's a murky line? because the- I think it's a murky line because... So Carrie smoking... Okay, sorry. Finish. In a hotel room, which is crazy. Um, no, that's big lights up and then shares it with her. So he's going to get so her back into fucked. it. They fucked. He follows her up. They have sex. I mean, that's why she goes to a hotel room so that this plot point can happen. Yeah, of course. Um, so in one blow, she's cheated on Aiden. She's back to smoking cigarettes. She's... And just like that, I lost my head. She's yeah. Um, I think if Carrie had been drunk, this would be a different story. But she's stone cold sober. And like, yes, he's intimidating her, but they are in public. I mean, it's all of it's gross. I hate him. You should never don't corner people on elevators. Don't force them to kiss you. It's definitely problematic because big is a, a fucking fuck up. But like <laughs> Carrie has con- has some control in this situation. And yeah. she, she, you know, if anything really like she could get out of it. Yeah. But I, a little. Yeah. Ugh, what an so episode. that's the episode. So the beginning of the affair. So it's happening. She holds out so well. And like, I can't really be angry with her because I I'm know. I'm not angry with her because I feel like I honestly believe that like. She tried. She gave him shit. She gave him hell. And she also loves him. And I get that. It's hard. Love is hard. She was doing the right thing despite of how she felt. Despite how she felt. I mean, and now. Yeah. And then she gave in. I think he didn't make it easy for her, as they never do. Yeah, never. I think if I cared a little more about Aiden, I would be angrier maybe, but I'm I not. wonder if that will change. I feel like it must. Yeah. For so many people to love Aiden, yeah. this is only, what, his fourth right. episode? Right, like he's only been in it for a few, and if now she's already cheating on him, like, this can't. I think we'll have to see. Interesting. Um, who, so, a so big that, one. So, um... A big old baby. Should we plopability and then? Yes. Plopability, I think all but Charlotte. And I but don't I think, think the Steve storyline. I think you're very right. The Steve doesn't. Steve. Ha- why doesn't Steve have a friend that he can go stay with? Yeah. Like, like Steve, there would be other solutions for Steve in this day and age, New York, or like really any big city. He wouldn't be still on her couch. He wouldn't be having someone call and leaving messages on her home phone. No. N- none of that probably would have played out the same way. Samantha. Yep. Sure, blowjobs taste bad yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Sorry, anytime. guys. You know, if you care, do something about it. Sometimes your semen tastes bad. Yeah, or you know what? If you're getting it, just make sure you're giving it. That's all. Fair. Um, um, Carrie, I think is super ploppable. Yes, very. I um, think this is pretty much an eternal storyline that could make sense for a lot of people. Yeah, 
And then who did you resonate with? I, you know, it's funny. The Carrie thing actually, even with Aiden at the end of the being like, I haven't told I haven't told him and I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I get still being in love with someone and having that dictate your decisions. But I don't know. I, I would say, I guess this episode, Carrie, more than anyone. Although it's interesting. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really Samantha or, or I I guess Samantha a little bit, Car- or Carrie really, but I mean, sorry, or or Charlotte really. And this is one episode where, like, I love Miranda and relate to her deeply, but for her actual plot line. She wasn't really in this episode. Yeah, no. You, um, you and Carrie? Yeah. I fucking resonate with Carrie. Yeah. Own it. I'm this Carrie. is a good one. And, in fact, it's good for a lot of reasons. And partially because, like, Carrie does try mm-hmm. very hard. But the reality of being a human being is that you make choices and you do things that sometimes aren't like morally right maybe but feel right or feel good or I don't know she's just being a person and like I'm pouting so going into the new year we have a new segment and here it is <laughs> questions from my brother <laughs> say hello brother hello brother <laughs> hey he can follow directions like, we love it hi Bridget hi Brooke <laughs> hi brother <laughs> And then I sort of fit. Oh, the it fits. You're another burr. Are yeah. you trying to be? A br- are you trying to be on this podcast forever? A hundred percent. Excellent. So I'm. Um, I just moved to New York from Chicago, where I've been for eleven years, even though I was born and bred uh-huh. on the East Coast. And I'm suddenly like. By questions from my brother, we meant therapy <laughs> from my brother. I'm like, no, no, this is what I take for my vowels to to round out again, because I'm like, hi, mom. <laughs> I, I lived in Chicago. And I'm I, like, hello, mother. No, I after one summer at Cherubs, I was like, class? I have to go to class? <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, Dad. I know Dad listens to this. Yes, he's going to be thrilled. Two of Mom his- actually <clears throat> might listen to this because you're on it. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. That would be what okay. Dad sort of listen. But you're not our actual guest. So. No, but welcome to New no. York. Welcome oh, to New York. thank you. Welcome, welcome to, to your own apartment. <laughs> your own apartment. <laughs> yeah, I live in this apartment. Does it still not feel real? Um, It feels like... um. A fever dream, mm-hmm. because I I don't know where my my underwear is still. I'm right, like, right. Like what's my where's my underwear drawer? Alex is really good at asking hard hitting poignant questions, and he was asking me some about splat, and so we're just gonna let him ask us those questions. Going questions the, from Brooks brother in the new year. Yeah, this is Brooks un- brother <laughs> unprompted from the the episode that you're watching. Yes, yes. Just a fun segment. <clears throat> so the first question in the segment, uh, questions from Brooke's brother, <laughs> is... Um, sorry, it's really so happening. If our four ladies uh-huh. mm-hmm. each had a smartphone <gasps> in 2018, mm. what would each of their most used apps be? Mm. Fascinating. Well, I love that. I think that both... Mar- I think, honestly, all of them would have two phones. I think all of them would have a work phone, like I th- maybe not Carrie, but I think Miranda and Samantha would both have a work phone and a personal mm-hmm. phone. I think that is that that common. Yeah. Do you have that? I don't, but I know a lot of people who do. I don't know if Charlotte would. No. no Charlotte, because I feel like Charlotte is too. She's like having a career is a temporary thing for me. Right. She's and getting to be a wife. Yeah. She's like Charlotte's most used app is the camera. <laughs> oh. Or uh, Pinterest. Or Pinterest, yeah, something like that. I think Carrie's is probably um, Instagram or Twitter. I was going to say Twitter, maybe. Like, she'd be popping off quips oh, yeah. about, you know, her observations of the world. Yeah, I think maybe Samantha's is Instagram. Mm. 
or, or Samantha's would be like some Samantha's kind of like like, like a hookup app or something. Yeah, like Tinder. Yeah. What? Although she doesn't. No, mean Miranda's that. is seamless. Miranda's would Miranda be seamless. Eat cake out of the trash. Hobbs Miranda would be like at the office at 10 p.m. Seamless orders, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, my most used app is probably <laughs> Seamless. I feel like Miranda's would be some obscure, like, like the like not like New York Times. Yeah, I relate. Yeah, exactly. Thinking, Something yeah. like that. That's like she uses to better herself. <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah. Do you have a question for me? <laughs> I don't know why you would. Yes, if you had a smartphone. <laughs> oh, I'm also um, uh, Amish. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> what are these microphones? Uh, wires. Um, Although I will say, mm-hmm. um, this summer we went to Great America, mm-hmm. which is a, a theme park in Illinois. Six Flags. Is a six, six Flags Great America. <laughs> and there were um, a lot of Amish people <laughs> on like... It, obviously not a <laughs> she's still going it wasn't like a rumspringa because they obviously weren't right. like fucking each other on the roller coasters which is mandatory, mandatory. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we were doing my but spring quarter of my senior year of college I called that my rumspringa quarter very good <laughs> <laughs> it ended in disaster <laughs> you never returned to the Amish so understandably I'm certainly not Amish anymore but uh, anyway that's uh, what were they Amish doing? People. They were just like they were there. all online, and you know what? They all have the same <laughs> haircuts yep. and the same outfits. The only way that they could use, the only thing they could express like their personality through accessory were their suspenders. <gasps> <laughs> I hope someone was wearing like rainbow suspenders. A secret gay Amishman. Wow. Amishman. 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 Do you have my um, favorite joke from Splat? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's hear it. New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm so glad we kept that in back in the day. New Zealand. New Zealand. Um, I thought you were originally, when you were asking that question, I thought you were going to ask, like, which kind of smartphone they, they had. They would have me, too. Which oh. I meant to, too. Like, I feel like Miranda would have, like, a Google Pixel. You know, she'd have, like, the high-quality alternative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I was going to throw BlackBerry into the mix. Oh, interesting. But I don't think so. I no, think only too late loser now. butt faces <laughs> Let's make that a strong stance on this podcast. <laughs> wow. If you use or ever have used a BlackBerry. No, not ever have used. No, I'm, I'm making it no, ever have used. No. Now you're implicating yourself. I, I, I used to have I one. I loved my BlackBerry. It would light up different colors when specific people texted me. But no, it did in today's age. You only loser but <laughs> Okay. Um, and other questions. Do you have other questions or are you just trying Is this to our- be on the podcast? <laughs> I just want to be on the podcast. We'll have you back for a proper episode. But also anytime you want to come ask us questions. Okay. Is that Or do we just get one? Is the segment just one question? Do you have anything else for us? Do you want to just like tease the people and leave? What's your favorite place to get hummus in New York? (gasps) (laughs) But I love it. Well, I'm new to New York (laughs) and I can't find hummus. In fact, I just went to this place. Oh, I actually have an answer to this. By our apartment. Yeah. Called no. Scion Cafe, thinking, because it said... No, it's Ethiopian. Ethiopian and Mediterranean. I was like, mm, I'm going to get some hummus and shawarma. Nope, they made nope. me eat with my fingers. Oh, <laughs> like they would not let you not eat with your fingers, or they're just Alex more utensils. Well, forks were just not an option. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining someone coming over to your table and being... Sir. 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 I need you to put the fork Sir. down and get out of Precisely. this restaurant. Um, it was good Brooke, though. what's your answer? The hummus place on 74th and, oh. and Amsterdam. That is so far away I from... I will pick it up for us on my way home from either place that I go to that I, I basically live there. Mm. My favorite memory of the hummus place, we used to go a lot after engagements, the only work I'll ever have done professionally in my entire life until I die. <laughs> <laughs> that is the official title of I the play. I saw like Fly Guy. Oh. And then you worked at Flywheel. 
I know I'm a fly ass bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we were all texting. And we were like, "We'll come to the hummus place." And Lucy, the pla- Lucy guest of yeah. the, was like, "Friend of the pod." What's the hummus place? And Michael, also a guest on the pod, <laughs> of the pod. was like, "Capitalize it," meaning like capital T, capital right. H, capital P, the hummus place. But <laughs> Did Lucy think it was just the hummus place? Well, I was like, "Okay," so I just yelled at her, "The hummus place!" Yeah, bitch. And she was like, "I still don't understand what you're talking about." Honestly, I was really confused when you were telling the story when you said capitalize the. Tea because I was like, Thumbest place? Oh, the hummus place. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Thumbest place. Honestly, my terrible answer to this is Trader Joe's. That's where I buy my hummus. Mm. Well, we do have this hummus that me and my boyfriend, whose name is also Alex, the lover of her brother. Hey, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. We, um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. it's this spicy lentil hummus. I don't like it. And I don't know what the brand is, but we should, you guys should talk about it and then they should give you the free stuff <laughs> for talking about it on your podcast no 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 pomplamoose the croix or die <laughs> can i get a hummus <laughs> podcast or is that too niche no i think you should today i read a tweet that made me think of you that also made me laugh that said Lacroix tastes like if you're drinking seltzer water and someone yells the name of a specific fruit in the next room <laughs> i was like that's true that is literally the only they way all, i can describe they all that taste from the same forward. low key but no but one <laughs> of them tastes like medicine uh-oh which berry one? orange Oh, I've never even Tangerine, seen delicious. Orange, <laughs> garbage trash. And that has been questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could do this for hours. We could do. We could do. Should we not talk about the episode? Should we just I know. Our, well, that's when Sex in the City ends. We're just going to have a podcast about us. That's oh, right. guys, right. you should all write in on emails or tweet at Splat the Podcast. Almost at Splat. At Splat Podcast. Beautiful. What they should do when they run out of episodes. We have so long to go. We do. But also we love ideas. Also tweet at us where your famous, famous, favorite Favorite hummus hummus places are in New York. And we will pass them on to the lover (laughs) of the lover of Brooks Brothers. The lover of the lover of Brooks Brothers. By the transitive property, (laughs) that means I'm her brother. The lover of my roommate. My brother. (laughs) That's right. Oh, yeah. I'm also your roommate. I'm also your brother. I'm also your twin, but five years older. People do think we're twins. My favorite story you've maybe ever told me is you telling someone watching a play that Alex was in that your brother was in the play and them not knowing who he was. You literally, I'm looking at two versions of the same person. (laughs) Maybe it was the tall, handsome guy. Nope. Maybe it was the guy from Syria. Nope. The guy that looks just like Brooke. The only other option. Mm. Incredible. Well, um, thank you for joining us. Brooke, you want to sing us out? What was our intro music? I don't remember. So, hi, hi. <laughs> there it is. Hi. No, that's a different no, song. That's different. High <laughs> above me. That's a good one, but it's different. What's the other song? I what were we singing? I don't remember. Something but about being high. Want to get high? That's from <laughs> South Park. <laughs> and that's it. Hi. I did marijuana once. I'm so cool. Did you just try and sing hi to yourself to see what it reminded you of? (laughs) Just hoping the one word would trigger it. Now I'm thinking of, can you take me high? I I think that's what it was. No, it wasn't either of those things. Nope. We'll only know. I'll know tomorrow. You'll know when you listen. Well, consistency is our thing always. (laughs) Accuracy, good singing, and here we are. This is me signing off, telling everyone out there to uh, drink your milk. And that's my turn. (laughs) And that's my turn. (laughs) And bye. And that was that. That was that. Um, Bridget. Yes. It's 2018. Yes. Do you have Delta Up, Delta Down? I do. My Delta Up um, is that 
my like romance prospects are um high. I'm excited about them. There's a boy that I know wants to talk to me and uh, is waiting. That's so fun because I love that whenever you get that text, you're going to be like, or whatever outreach it is, you're going to be like, oh, okay. He told my friend that he was going to ask me out, but he's literally like waiting three days. Like this, I was, And I literally texted her and I was so like, funny. I was like, this is so applicable to this podcast because the three fucking day rule is so 1998. It is. I was like, get the fuck. I was like, honestly, like it's if been, you're interested, just I was like, if you're, if you're too, if this has been, if it's been two days, I'm like, I'm honestly like uninterested already. I'm not, I'm not I'm uninterested. I'm very curious how the initial reach out will go, you know? I'm very curious. 2018 for me is about uh, cutting the games. Oh, I like that. I'm out of games and I'm choosing to learn through love. Except for board games. Oh, uh, always board games. I'm choosing to learn and lead through love. I love that. And so far, if I feel like, I feel like it's, it's, (laughs) I feel good about it. Oh my God. Wait, you guys just really quickly get Delta up from my Christmas break. I hope he fucking listens to this podcast, but the fuck boy from the summer. Oh my God. Liked a photo that I posted on Facebook of me and my parents. And I have not heard from him in any con- – like, I have not had any contact with him in months. And this was the fuck boy who disappeared and then returned and then disappeared again. Uh, yeah. He was a ghost and then he was a zombie and then I – And then he was a ghost zombie. <laughs> and then he was a zombie ghost. <laughs> the um, scariest kind. <laughs> the scariest kind of ghost. And I was drunk after dinner with my family. And I texted Bridget. I texted Bridget, Hillary, Lily, and Kyle. And I was like, hi, text him and all the girls were like yeah what do you have to lose and Kyle was like I don't think this is a good idea and I was like fuck it well what you were gonna text him is like oh I don't think I don't see you out there what I said was well 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 if it isn't the ghost of hookups past coming to bless my Christmas with a Facebook like and honestly I've never felt the most satisfying text you've ever sent fucking funny because I had literally had nothing to lose because I'm honestly never going to see him again because of fuck him. Nope. I'm so glad you did it. A little piece of Christmas joy. Do you have a Delta down or no? Only Delta ups? I'm done with that. Um, I don't think I have a Delta down right now. I love now. that. My Delta down is that the sun sets up for. Still, still, <laughs> still. And it's going to be that way um, for a while. What about you? Do you have a Delta up, Delta down? I do. My Delta down for the week is, first of all, um, oh, your my boyfriend it? left, which I'm very sad about. Her always. boyfriend's gone and, and it's not as great as, as it was when before. He is here. <laughs> exactly. Her boyfriend's not here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Beautiful. I love that because literally the last episode we put out was. <laughs> the reverse of that um <laughs> so i'm sad about that but i'll see him in a month so we love okay. you we love you he who shall not be named um thank you for knowing the correct answer to tony award <laughs> emmy grammy award winner cynthia nixon so i'm sad about that but oh um, i still just so he knows because he better listen uh, he, he that i i still feel betrayed by him <laughs> <laughs> oh for the second spongebob viewing we went <laughs> oh i was gonna say you know what i'm talking about oh sorry but yeah because well, they is. saw spongebob for a second time like, oh my god time. my delta down is that cats is still longer <laughs> on frog <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yep there it is uh, you had a good grandma out of it though I did. But then, okay, so yesterday morning, so here's my thing. I'm like, I'm sure I had like a a million things conflating. And like, honestly, probably part of it was that he left because like, I always feel very physically whether I want to or not. And so I got up on Monday morning, yesterday morning, um, and I felt 
fine and the the trains this week have been already so excruciatingly fucked up I, the trains made me like f- uh, almost an hour late to work this morning Nightmare. like it was insane it's gonna take me so long to get home oh, um i'm sorry it's okay it was worth it i don't care <laughs> um, so I was on a very crowded Q train so much so that like I couldn't breathe. So I did a thing I sometimes do on really crowded trains when I'm against the door where I crouch down. So I at least, so I like had my back against the door and I'm like sort of sitting and I can like crouch. So I did that for a while. And then as, as the train was pulling into the station, first of all, I stood up really fast without looking and smashed into someone's arm, which I felt really bad about. But then as I stood up, as we were pulling into the station, I just started getting like woozy in a way I never have. Like my whole body was like, it felt like my body was like collapsing inwards on itself. And I was like, I just have to make it upstairs to the train because where I got on in a canal, there are always seats on the six. And so I was like, just get upstairs. So I got upstairs. It was crowded. Um, my vision was going blurry. So I started heading towards a wall to lean on. And apparently my vision, my hearing went out first and I thought I could see the wall I was heading to. And then I walked and smashed into one of those subway benches full of people because my vision blacked back in. And there were a bunch of people, including someone I'd fallen on who were all like, are you okay? Because I'm sure what happened was I was like woozy stumbling and walked smack into a bench because my vision and hearing went out at the same time. It was so weird and scary. And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Cause I didn't want to deal with people I was just like I just have to go sit down somewhere so I went and I like sat down against a wall chugged a bunch of water there was like there were these like had you eaten um no not yet that morning but I never eat until I go to work oh I eat breakfast it was the morning I eat breakfast at work yeah um wow it was just and I've I've gotten like really woozy disoriented on trains before especially when they're packed the other thing is when you have all your winter gear on and then you have like you're overheating and I react really badly to that I'm sure it was a million things but it was so scary and then for like four or five hours there were like swirly spots in my vision that I could see and I have I've had a terrible headache for basically 36 hours it's a lot better today but that was just really weird and scary. I think I had low blood sugar. There's a thing called an ocular migraine, which isn't like a normal migraine, but what it does often is it gives you these like residual blurry spots. That's so scary. It was scary mostly because like, like I'm okay and shit like that happens to people, you know, on a much more regular basis. Like I get it, but the experience of having my hearing and vision go out and then also me thinking I was walking towards an open wall and, and suddenly being on top of a bunch of people was so fucking disorienting. And also like in their faces, even then I was like visualizing being the person sitting there when someone in like a New York subway like stumbles and falls on you. Like I just have witnessed so many weird things like that. Anyway, it was super disorienting and I didn't like it at all. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm fine. It was just one of a weird episode. That sounds very scary. It was, but I'm, I'm okay. Um, and then my Delta up is I am, so happy to be back here doing this. I'm yeah. so happy about our wine mugs. I'm so happy that we have this podcast and that it's 2018 and that we're healthy and alive in here, you know? Yeah. Um, Bridget. Yes. How, um, if I wanted, like if I was curious to find you on social media, how could I do that? Well, I would recommend uh-huh. first and foremost, yeah. <laughs> just Google my name. Oh my God. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of Irish immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a lot of old women in maid clothing. <laughs> um, once when I was in Ireland, I introduced myself to a guy. I told him my full name in a bar and he went, ha ha That's my Nana's name. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Yeah. So actually he called her his granny. Um, that's my granny's name. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, mi- at Mrs. Burt Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at Bridget M37. Brooke.
if you want to, if you are curious about which you all should be, uh, um, if you want to find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman or on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And I swear to motherfucking God, if you put an underscore, I will fucking kill you. We are welcoming an inclusive podcast. Uh, This is a conflict-free podcast. That's right. And you can't forget it in 2018, baby. And collectively, we are at at Splat Splat Podcast. Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. We are Splat The Podcast. And on email, we are at SplatPodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. At SplatPodcast at gmail.com. Send us a review on iTunes. And whatever you do, please tell us your hummus recommendations oh my god yes hummus recommendations um and that's my turn and that was flat <laughs>